Hello, and welcome to the Pause to Not Please podcast. My name is Haley Lynn. I will be your host. I am a life coach and licensed therapist in Phoenix, Arizona. We talk about the hard things here because that's how you grow into a life you love by getting just 1% better every single day and stepping out of your comfort zone. If you are looking for a podcast of uplifting resources, a place where you can grow, then stay tuned. You are in the right place. Let's get started. Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of Pause to Not Please podcast. You are listening to episode 32, Emotional Regulation. We're going to be talking about your emotions today. And emotions are something that some of us feel often and a lot, and we might even call ourselves overly sensitive. And then there's some that are like, I don't even know my emotions, are on the completely opposite spectrum of emotions. What? So whether you lie in identifying in overly sensitive or overly emotional or what are emotions, you're welcome here in this episode because I'm going to be chatting about what emotions are, why they are really here and what they're doing for us, and then how to emotionally regulate your body. Because if emotions take over and are excessive in our life and we start making decisions emotionally, then we can kind of feel like we are in a state of chaos and like what is happening, like an emotional roller coaster. But if we completely numb our emotions and we don't use them at all and we just take action from logic only, you might be missing out on some vulnerable and deeper conversations with people, deeper conversations with yourself and and deeper knowing. So we got to strike a balance here. And I'm going to teach you about wise mind, which is a balance between emotions and logic. And then I'm also going to teach you all how to regulate your emotions. So this is going to be a jam-packed podcast. If you are somewhere where you can take notes, by all means, go for it. In the show notes, I will have bullet points of what we are learning here today. So no worries at all there. It's so important that you're not just listening to this growth, but you're also taking action. So as I'm talking and as we are having this conversation, I want you to think about how can I apply this to my life? How does this actually work for me? And then at the very end of the podcast, if you follow me through to the end, I want you to think to yourself, what was my number one takeaway. Because you might hear a lot of things in a 20-minute episode, in a 15-minute episode, but usually our mind holds on to one thing, and that one thing could be exactly what you need in this season of healing. So keep that in mind. So let's talk about emotions. What the heck are they? What is going on? So an emotion truly is a feeling in your body. So it's a vibration. It's a sensation in your body that is created by a trigger. Now you can have positive triggers. Like if you love sunshine and you go outside and there's sunshine that can trigger a happy hormone, dopamine, serotonin, just good vibe feelings. But then you can also have a negative trigger like stubbing your toe and that can create emotions and um, of anger or upsetness or frustration. So an emotion is a vibration in your body that's created by a trigger. And that's the most basic definition I can give you. There are so many definitions of what (laughs) an emotion is, but there it is. 
It's a vibration in your body that is created by a trigger. Now, that's the definition. Let's talk about why do we have them? Well, an emotion is for is there to help you motivate sorry, y'all, tongue twister. An emotion is there to help you take action. It's a motivator. It's a motivator to do something. And whether that something is helpful or not, well, depends on the emotion and how much we let our emotions run the show, but they motivate us. So sadness might motivate you to grieve or motivate you to cry. Anger might motivate you to, to be your own advocate and, and stick up for yourself. Disgust might be motivating you to hold a boundary with someone. All emotions motivate some type of action. And when we don't have the best relationship with certain emotions like fear, anger, disgust, sadness, we might not take the appropriate action that can help us move through that emotion. There's a, there's a coping skill we say in therapy, name it to tame it. And it's so important to name your emotion, how you're actually feeling so you can tame it and understand it better. If you're someone who's pushed down their emotions for a very long time, I would encourage you to go to my show notes. I have an emotional list for you. So it's a link to take you to all these different emotions and you can start naming them, which is really helpful. So we just defined what an emotion is, which is a vibration in your body that motivates you to take action. And then we looked at really what those actions can be or lack of action and kind of numbing those emotions. And when you numb certain emotions, it's because you don't feel comfortable with them. And you might find yourself trying to numb them in other people too. So if you're with a friend who's crying or is sad or is in fear or is experiencing anxiety, it might make you uncomfortable. So you try to fix it for them. This is where people pleasing can really come into play here when others' emotions make us feel uncomfortable. And so we numb them and how you numb them can look like a lot of different things. It could look like binge eating. It could look like addiction, um, alcohol, shopping, you know, whatever that looks like, overworking, overfunctioning, excessive working out. That Those are ways that we can numb our emotions. So now that we know what emotions are and what they motivate us to do, that every emotion's there, how do we start to regulate? So what regulation means is allowing your body to come back to a homeostasis balance. It's the ability to stay in a tolerant window is what we call it in therapy. So you're not going into your fight or flight system, which is very reactive, or your rest and fawn system, which is very slow and very appeasing and very go with the flow, which can lead into people pleasing, right? So we wanna keep you in a regulated regulated middle ground in your life. And this brings me into the next topic of wise mind. So wise mind is a DBT, which is dialectical behavioral therapy coping skill. And, um, it's, it's a strategy that is used in DBT. And what it means is that you have three parts of your mind. You have your logical mind, your reasoning mind, you have your emotional mind, which is also called your being mind. So you're in your feelings. And then you have the middle, which is called wise mind. Now, depending on your personality and your Enneagram and all those things and your upbringing, you probably lean towards either a, a being mind, which is a more emotional mind, which I do, 
or a reasoning mind or a more logical mind, which, you know, my husband definitely does. He is more of a logical reasoning, let's get her done type of mentality. And the emotional part is not necessarily as strong as mine because I'm more of my being mind. Now, both minds have total positives. Logical mind and reasoning mind is really great when you need to make your bills, when you need to get an oil change. You know, if I was only in my emotions when I needed an oil change, I might be like never taking action because I'm so upset, right? I'm so angry, frustrated, distraught, and maybe even doubt myself where to go to get an oil change. But my husband's like, I know what to do. I'm going to take over. So he, so a logical mind is very beneficial. Now, when it comes to a logical mind with children or things that are more vulnerable to emotions, it's not the best. Because if you're just telling kids to do something that they've never learned without really doing it in a nurturing fashion, they might shut down. So being in the being an emotional mind is very helpful for those kind of instances, such as nurturing and empathy. And so both have really big positives but they also have big negatives if you're only in that mind all the time. Now, your wise mind is what we also call walking the middle path. It's the ability to honor your emotions and still take action. So you would say, I feel frustrated trying to figure out where to get my oil change. However, I know I can use Google to find one that's near me. That's walking the middle path of honoring your emotions, but still taking action. And your wise mind is like your inner wisdom. It allows you to experience emotions and logic and how you can kind of call your wise mind in. I'm going to give you a few ways to do this. The first is to breathe in and you're going to, at the same time you're breathing in, in your mind, you're saying wise. So you breathe in wise, breathe out mind. And do that a few times, really taking a second to understand that you are calling into your life, your wise mind, not just your emotional mind and not just your logical mind. That's one way to call in your wise mind. Another is to just ask yourself in a situation where you feel a strong emotion is what would my wise mind do? How would I act if I was in my wise mind? Those are just some questions you can ask yourself. And then the third tip to get into wise mind is to assign your wise mind a character in your mind, maybe someone you admire, or maybe a fictional character or something that just brings you a lot of joy. Your wise mind does not have to be a gender. It actually doesn't even have to be a person. It could be a strong oak tree. It could be a water, a, a bubbling brook. It can be a strong mountaintop. Whatever you symbolize as wise in your mind. So when you're in a state of trying to make a decision, you can think about the mountaintop. You can think about the water. You can think about the calm ocean. You can think about your alter, you know, your alter personality or part of yourself that is wise. Um, and you can call upon them and say, you know, okay, like I, I really want to be in my wise mind right now. So you pull up an image because our brain also works a lot in images, our subconscious mind. So those are just three ways to call into your wise mind. Let's just recap what we've learned so far in the podcast, just to make sure that we are all on the same page. We have defined what emotions are, which are vibrations in the body. We have looked at, okay, what is an emotion motivating me to do? Because emotions motivate us to take some type of action. 
We've looked at ways that we can numb emotions through some type of addiction or over-functioning patterns to just be aware of. And then we've looked at wise mind. You know, we have being minds, we have logical minds, and the goal is to walk the middle path. (laughs) So once we now know that we can walk the middle path, let's talk about some emotional regulation skills. The very first one is when you feel a big emotion, count to three before you respond. Oftentimes, powerful, uncomfortable emotions make us go into our primal state of wanting to react, wanting to go quick, wanting to be impulsive. This is why people pleasing is such a hard psychological disease, because we might actually feel like fear that someone may not like us, right? That's an emotion, fear. And so our impulse is to just be everything to them. So before you take that emotion and run with it, I want you to count to three. One, two, three, respond. Giving yourself a pause before you respond allows you to let that emotion be. The second practical skill I have for you is to ask your emotion what it's trying to teach you. Your emotions can be your greatest profit if you want them to. They can be your greatest teachers. And again, every single emotion motivates action. So just saying, hey, what is this anger trying to teach me? What is this resentment trying to teach me? Maybe there's a place of forgiveness that needs to happen. What is this sadness trying to teach me? Maybe there is grief that needs to happen. There is so much amazing information that our emotions have, but we can't tap out too soon to not feel them. We need to feel them and lean in. And the third suggestion is to lean in. This is a practical skill to do. When you feel like you want to numb and to run from your emotions, that is your sign to lean in. I know that sounds so counterculture because we don't want to feel pain at all costs. We do so much so we don't have to be rejected and feel certain emotions. But the faster you want to numb is the faster you need to lean in. If you lean into your emotions, they will not hold you as long. If you push them away, what you're creating is a pressure cooker inside of you. Does anyone have an instant pot? (laughs) Does anyone have a crock pot? Do y'all know what happens when you pull the knob and the steam is released? Like that happens to us. We pressure cook our emotions and push them in and push them in until they definitely explode at some point. So instead of pushing them away, lean in closer. And you can lean in closer by asking them, what are they here to teach you? It kind of goes back to skill number two. What is this emotion trying to teach me? What is it trying to tell me? How can I grow? What is What am I being motivated to do here? And those kind of questions and those skills will help you lean in deeper and find healing faster. And I know we're all about that because I am too. I don't want to feel my anger for a very long time. I'd rather feel it for... 20, 30, maybe even a day, 20, 30 minutes, and then a day of crying and feeling it and just being in a hard space for a week of bliss versus a week of shit. (laughs) That's the best way I can put it. A week of anger for, you know, a day of okay. Like, oh, I'm feeling okay. I'm fine. Everything's fine. But really, I'm just angry and I'm creating a pressure cooker inside. 
So lots of information today in this podcast, y'all, we really packed it in. Emotional regulation is looking at your emotions from a place of leaning in, from growth, from wondering, what are you here to teach me? What are you here to motivate me for? And leaning into your wise mind and recognizing your wise mind. So in the show notes, I will put everything we chatted about. So it's all laid out there for you. And if you found this podcast helpful, please rate and review, subscribe, follow on Spotify. It really helps me see that what I'm sharing is helping you and is actually serving your highest purpose. Thank you again so much for listening to this episode. You'll find some really great previous episode on fear and inner self-talk and overworking and all those fun things. So if you would like to learn more, you got a lot of support. Okay, y'all. Until next time, talk to you later.